to current counseling. Yay! I made it, y'all. You know, it it it's been it's been a minute. You know what I'm saying? Like we started off really strong. We started off like, let's let's do this. You know, like we started off like, she gonna be posting every day. And you know what? That didn't happen. And I I can I can explain why that didn't happen. You know what I'm saying? Like. You know, if you're in the education field and you're a teacher or if you're a counselor or if you're an administrator, you know that the beginning of the year is like absolutely unhinged, you know, like it is unhinged guys to the max. I like can't explain how unhinged beginning of the year things are. You could have the perfect plan. You could have the perfect everything and it'll still go wrong and people still like won't like what you do. They just won't like it. And, you know, and that just comes with the territory, right? Like I, I'm on my sixth year of being an educator and it's been super chill. It's been trill. I honestly can't believe it cause ew, you know what I'm saying? Like gross because I started teaching when I was 22. I was, she was young. She was fresh out the gates of college and she was confident and she was like, I'm going to do this. And then like, got into it and it was really really hard it was not easy but fell in love with the profession obviously that's why i'm still here um it's just been it's been a long road and i feel like old i feel old like where did the years go hold on how am i in my third year of counseling you know what i'm saying and you know like i said beginning of the year stuff is is just it's it's a journey Mm. by the way this is like my second cup of coffee. I don't know if y'all knew, probably not, but I gave up caffeine um, back in January because anxiety, you know, uh, lots of us have it. And turns out (laughs) coffee contributes to anxiety. I don't know if you, you knew that. Maybe some of you didn't, but that's just the truth of the matter. Caffeine in general just contributes to anxiety. Um, so I kind of gave it up in January. I was like, yeah, we're not, we're not going to do this anymore. I was drinking like venti cold brews. Okay. And some of us do that. And like, I really respect you because I don't know how I was doing that. So I was just, you know, completely caffeined out all day long. And then I'd have a huge crash and I was just really anxious as I was trying to work through the day. And I was like thinking to myself, like, why, why am I so anxious? And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to give up caffeine in January and just see where this journey takes me. And turns out that's exactly what I needed to do. Anxiety. Who is she? Like, yeah, you know, she was still there. Um, obviously like anxiety is something I struggle with. Um, you know, but saying no to caffeine really helped dial back the anxiety like 1000% and it really, really helped me out. So I, uh, you know, felt a lot better for a couple months, but then, uh, my significant other was like, yo, I have an espresso machine. I don't want it. I'm going to throw it away. And I was like, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop you right there. I'm going to stop you right there. Cause that's a waste and you can give it to me because why not? I, I'm not going to drink coffee every day. It's just, it's a nice, she a nice treat. She a nice reward. You know, she, she tastes the best on Saturdays and Sundays, like in the morning, just kind of like, you know, getting into your day, trying to, you know, just feel the vibes. And that's really what I thought this journey was going to be for me. Surprise, surprise. I am back to drinking coffee. Yeah. Um, hold your applause, right? Uh, 
I was a big matcha girl before this. Matcha is so good. It's just, I mean, like coffee, it's very expensive. You, you know, I, I, I ran out of matcha like all the time, the matcha powder, and I would have to buy it on Amazon and it's like 30 bucks a pouch. And it's like, you know, if you do the math, right? Like that's normal. What? That's like a dollar a day. But to me, I'm like, I don't want to spend 30 bucks right now. So teacher salary, you know what I mean? Counselor salary. Um, so I was like, yeah, just toss on over the Nespresso machine. I'll use it every once in a blue moon for a little reward skis, you know, and that didn't happen. And I am back to drinking coffee once a day, except for today. So I had coffee earlier. I had a little latte and I can assume that was like two or three shots of espresso. That that's enough. And here we are. I made myself a iced coffee from the Nespresso machine and it tastes delicious. I mean, y'all, it's about to be fall. So all the fun flavors from Starbucks are starting to come back out, right? Like the pumpkin spice, the cinnamon dolce. Maybe that's always been out. I don't know. I haven't frequent, frequented the coffee scene in a long time. It's been a minute, you know? And I just had a blast at the grocery store the other day because they had pumpkin spice, they had the cinnamon dolce, and I'm like, this will taste so good. Like if you froth it up, you know what I mean? Do a little latte action, two shots of espresso. You, you put in a little bit of oat milk. Shouts out to my oat milk people out there. You know, you, you know what's up, you know? Um, and you just, you just froth, you froth a little bit of that cream, that pumpkin spice cream or the cinnamon dolce cream. Yo, life changer, life hack, I dare to say. Life changer. Um, I feel like I can do anything when I drink drinks like that. And it honestly makes my day better. Like coffee makes my day better. And matcha did for a while there. And I really tried and my anxiety improved. I, I, but you know what? I'm not drinking as much, right? So my anxiety is still pretty good. However, I do see that correlation where if I drink caffeine, like a lot of it, she don't do so well that day. You know, more irritable, more stressed. So I don't really know where I was going with that, but cheers. If you're having a coffee this morning, you know, if you're driving to work right now, if, I don't know, you're having another kind of beverage and you're just relaxing, listen to me, cheers. You know what I'm saying? Like, What is it called? ASMR. Now I can do ASMR because I got I got my podcast here, guys. Um, I've had this little mic for a while now. I don't know how it'll treat me or how it'll sound. To be honest, in my headphones, it sounds very echoey. <laughs> Probably should like pause for a second and just roll back and just see how it sounds. But you know, I'm just rolling with it. If I sound a little echo echoey, you know, I'm sure it'll be fine. I sound like I'm in, like in an empty apartment right now. By the way. Speaking of empty apartments, I am in my new apartment. Yay! She moved out of the big city of Dallas and moved uh, to Grand Prairie. And honestly, it has been very different. It's been, but like in a good way. It's been so great. I, you know, I'm a big girl now. I'm getting into like my old lady kind of type beat moods, you know, like kids get off my lawn or like, oh my God, the city's so loud. I need peace and quiet, you know? So... <laughs> I was like, why not move to Grand Prairie by the lake, you know, and just live out my retired life fantasy, even though I am very much so 27 and still need to work for a living. So 
I keep hitting things. I'm sorry, I'm very not used to my little studio setup yet. Um, so if you hear like little clangs and clicks, uh, it's because I, yeah. Anyway, but we love, we love her. We love the new space. Uh, it's been really, really great being out here um, and just vibing, relaxing, taking a break from the city. I work in the city right now, so it's like I'm there all the time anyway. So this is like a nice little getaway. Um, I will say this. I'm not used to the critters that come with the lake. She not used, she not used to the critters. And what I mean by that is like the, uh, the crickets, the, uh, I haven't seen any roaches. Praise Jesus. I, I have not seen any roaches. I killed many a roach in my life. It's just when things have wings, you know what I'm saying? Like when a roach has wings, um, I simply like, you can keep the house. Like if you're in, if a roach is in my vicinity, in my apartment and it has wings, like it's yours now, baby. You can keep, you keep the apartment. I'm going to move out. Me and Nugget are just going to, we're going to go. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I can't deal with that. But even more so on that point, um, I was taking Nugget out to the dog park the other day and they have this really cool dog park. They have a small, uh, like small dog dog park. And then they have the big dog dog park. And when nobody's there, I let Nug Nugget frequent the bigger one because there's no dogs there. Um, and so it was night, it was nighttime. And if you're in the Dallas area, we got a lot of rain and honestly been sending out good vibes to people who were really affected by the floods. Like it was awful guys. Um, I'm just hoping everyone's okay. I'm hoping you're okay if you're in the Dallas area. Um, but so we go outside to the dog park and it's, you know, it, it's been raining a lot. So it's, it's pretty wet and icky already. And Nugget's a little princess. So she, she does not, she does not like the wet. <laughs> she, she doesn't like, like when she walks in a puddle, she walks funny. Like she starts to like, <laughs> she starts to like, uh, with her little paws, like, go like, if you're not watching me on YouTube, basically, you know how dogs like just, you know, their little four legs walk straight. Well, nuggets like go start going outwards and like little spirals. It's really weird to describe. She just doesn't like the wet. She don't, she doesn't like the wet. She don't like the wet grass. Like she would prefer if it's raining outside or if it's wet just to do her business in five seconds and get back inside. I'm like, but you probably still need to go more. And she's like, I really don't care. Like I'm going to sacrifice this for me because I can't handle the wet. And you know, I think that has to do with how she was raised and you know, uh, that, yeah, <laughs> she a little princess. Um, I don't want to say I'm, I'm a little princess, but anyways, <laughs> so we're out there in the dog park. Okay. It's night. It's nighttime. It's like nine o'clock. I'm about to go to bed. I'm about to unwind and relax. I'm already like unwinding. You know what I'm saying? And all of a sudden, I see Nugget going out for something and I'm, you know, she's just pawing at something and kind of jumping around, like trying to get it. I'm thinking it's like a cricket cause she, she likes the crickets. She won't eat them. She just likes to play. She likes to play with things that she doesn't know what they are. Um, and that's just her little personality. She's a curious queen. Um, and so I'm like, Nugget, go to the bathroom. I start walking up to her. This dog is playing with a whole toad. A whole toad, a toad. Okay, like ew, a toad, y'all. Nope, nope. 
I lost my mind. I did not know what to do. I just didn't want Nugget to eat the toad, okay? Or even touch it or play with it. I just didn't want that for her. I don't know what, what would happen to her. I, I don't, nothing probably to be quite frank, but you know, mommy instincts kicked in and I was like, oh my gosh, I don't like toads, but I need to save my child from said toad. So I go in, Nugget's not listening to me. She wants to pot it, she wants to play it. I'm like, Nugget, stop, get over here. She's she not listening. She's like, I can do what I want. I'm a grown woman. By the way, she's five now. As of August 22nd, our little Nugget turned five. So she is very much so, I think, older than me in dog years. And I think that comes with the territory. Um, I think she is like, listen, mom, I'm older than you now, so I'm in charge. Yeah, no. So, okay, fine. Anyways, so she's playing She's playing with a toad. I'm freaking out. I'm trying to grab her by her uh, harness and I'm trying to like pull her back. Um, that toad jumps away. Thank God. I, I thought it was gonna jump. It was jumping towards me for a while. I was having a panic attack and then it jumped away and I was like, oh, thank God. Okay, so she starts doing her business and then I see her doing the same little things with her paws again and playing with something and I'm like, no. It's a cricket, it's not another toad. Guess what guys? It was another toad. In fact, it was probably the friend of that other toad that jumped away. Um, playing with it and I'm like, no nugget, freaking out. And now I'm freaking out about where I'm stepping in the grass because it's dark and they can camouflage. So I'm like, what if I step on a toad? Ew. Um, <laughs> so I yank nugget back, I can't get her. And then I finally get her and yank her back. And when that happens, I... Got a fresh set recently. By fresh set, I mean a fresh set of nails, of claws, of just to feel fresh for the new school year, you know, like as some ladies do. And um, when I pulled Nugget with force to back towards me, my nail kind of went the wrong way and broke off. And it's this one right here. Embarrassing. I don't know about you guys, but it's really embarrassing for me to be n missing a nail, like a, you know, a fake nail. If one of them falls off, I get very embarrassed. I don't know why. It's just something that is embarrassing for me. Um, so because it looks like, it looks like a nub. That is a nub compared to what's going on here, right? It's, it's a nub. So now my ring finger on my right hand is a nub and you know, I'm, I've had to live with it. And I've thought about going to get it. In fact, I called the nail place and I was like, listen, you all just did my nails on Sunday. Can you please just replace this nail? And they're like, yeah, come on in. That was Wednesday or Thursday. And I have not gone in because I, uh, it's after work. After work, I don't want to go anywhere. I just want to come home and cook and get in bed. Period. You know, if you know, you know. If you're, you're an adult like me in your late 20s, you know. At a certain time, I need to be in the sheets and not the streets. You know what I'm saying? Um, so just wasn't, just haven't done it yet. Might do it today. Might do it tomorrow. We'll, we'll see. We'll see where the world takes me. Honestly, this coffee is really amping me up. So I might, I might, I might do it, but we'll see. You know, I have a lot of things to do today, like watch Harry Potter. And honestly, like I really just need to focus on that right now. I'm on the sixth one, almost done with that movie. And there's two parts to the seventh one. So I, we'll see, we'll see where the world takes me today. Um, but that's besides the point. Little life update uh, on me. I feel like we had a lot to catch up on. Um, this is my new little studio. I do realize, looking at myself, that this tapestry is a little crooked. Thankfully for me, I duct taped it to the top of this wall. Um, so I can just take it off and fix it. I don't plan on doing that right now. We're just gonna, you know, if you're a little 
OCD or anything like that, I'm so sorry that you have to stare at this the whole time. Maybe you can switch to the audio version of this. You know what I'm saying? Just switch on over if it's really bothering you because it's bothering me a little bit, to be quite frank, you know, but it's okay. Um, but I do love my new little setup, my new little table, um, and I'm just ready to get back into it. And um, I was hyping up a really cool topic, um, and I will tell you what the new, the next topic will be, but we're not going to talk about that today because honestly, I think... I have enough material to talk about the new school year with you guys. <laughs> Just kind of decompress that information on to you. So maybe some of you guys can learn a little something about what educators go through at the beginning of the school year because it is, it's pure chaos, you know? And it's chaos in a good way. It's not negative, right? Like I don't wanna make it a negative thing. I don't wanna be like, oh my gosh, this is the worst thing ever. It's the best thing ever to see your students again and to love on them and to just, you know, it's great. I think I'm starting to realize this is random, but when the air conditioner turns on, I can hear it in my microphone because it's that good. Sorry about that too. Anyways. <laughs> um. So the next podcast episode that I will be working on and I'm trying to get out maybe in the next two weeks is um, about how mental health was stigmatized. Where did that stigmatization come from? So I'm doing a lot of research on asylums. I'm sure you guys have heard about asylums. I'm sure you've seen them in different movies and different TV shows. It, they're very uh, kind of dramatized and scary. And you know what? They were, they were pretty scary, and uh, I am really enjoying kind of deep diving into asylums and learning a lot about them. So that'll be what we'll talk about next. Look forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Um, and as for now, I just wanted to get into updating you guys on how it's been going these past three weeks that I've been back at school. But before we move on, a quick ad for you guys. I am a brand ambassador for a uh, company called Shirley. So Shirley is a non-alcoholic wine company. They're absolutely incredible. Um, and for me personally, what has helped me with my mental health is uh, to quit drinking. So I stopped drinking and I've been going on a journey of uh, sobriety for about since, since April. And it's completely changed my life. Just like, you know, when I stopped drinking caffeine, that really uh, helped my anxiety. When I stopped drinking alcohol, that really helped uh, me uh, with my mental health. I unfortunately don't have the product right now because I drank both bottles. <laughs> I uh, got a sparkling uh, rosé and a sparkling um, white wine. And they are just so delicious, guys. They taste like the real thing. And you don't have to suffer with a hangover. And you don't have to have all the bad effects of just drinking all the time, like bloating, or even just like I said, the, the bad mental health side effects that um, comes with drinking alcohol for some of us. So check out Shirley, go to their website. They have an Instagram. It is spelled S-U-R-E-L-Y and go check them out. I post them on my story sometimes um, and I'll be posting more about them. Their Instagram account is at drink Shirley. Again, that is at drink Shirley. Now back to the show. So, where do I start? I, I need a sip of water before we dive in. You know what I'm saying? 
I'm pretty sure with this mic, you can hear my gulps. And I apologize for that because that's kind of gross. Anyway, <laughs> so about three weeks ago, um, if you're not an educator, you probably don't know this, but maybe some of you do. Um, you go back to school like a week or two before school actually starts. Um, and that's for prep. That's for if you're a teacher setting up your classroom. And if you're a counselor like me, especially in the secondary level, you go back to start scheduling kids into the right classrooms. Now, my school in particular is really unique. It's a fine arts school. Um, there's an academy, and what that means is that there's different kinds of activities that students who are chosen for the academy can be in, like mariachi, um, dance. They can be in theater academy. Um, they can be in band academy, choir academy. So we're just a fine arts school. If you audition for these programs, then you get placed in these clusters. Um, so it's a really cool school. But as maybe some of you guys can guess, if you're counselors, that's hard to schedule because my school is about 1,500 kids. And on my caseload is over 460 kids right now. And, you know, I'm just one gal. So that's, it's been really difficult. And before this, I um, was an elementary school counselor. And most elementary school counselors, at least in Texas, don't touch schedules. Um, because I, I don't see a need to. The, the students are usually placed with one teacher all year long. So usually the registrar handles where kids go and where they're placed. Um, so with that being said, I was an elementary school counselor for about a year and a half. I didn't have to deal with scheduling at all. So I moved to middle school. I was promoted in January. So I only got to kind of see the uh, second semester half of what we needed to do as an eighth grade counselor, and all I really had to mess with was schedule changes. Um, and that was difficult in and of itself. I didn't have to go into the year scheduling kids. So this was a new rodeo for me, but I was very confident because I'm like, you know what? Um, I'm tech, tech savvy, I know what I'm doing, um, and this won't be too difficult. You guys, when I say, Scheduling is one of the most difficult things on this planet. Okay, that's an exaggeration. Scheduling is one of the most difficult things I've ever done. I'm being so serious. Like it is, so if you know me, you know I'm more of the fine arts type. I am good at writing, I'm good at reading. I went to college and majored in English. Like that is my jam. But when it comes to logic and numbers and things of that nature, I fall very short. I'm not good at it. I was never good at math. Um, and, you know, I do believe that scheduling has to do a lot with the math side of your brain because it's like a puzzle. Every schedule that I've had to put together is like a puzzle because you have to fit. Teachers have certain off periods, you know, and so those classes aren't available during those periods. There's only so many electives. Some kids are in honors classes. Some kids are not in honors classes. If you're in honors classes, that means that there's less classes and you have to put the kids in more electives. So it's just, it's different. It's difficult and it's different. So I, that was what I was dealing with coming in at the beginning of the school year. And um, anytime there are changes made to the master schedule, which is basically like how teachers are scheduled throughout their periods, their off periods, and things of that nature, any change you make yourself in the system disappears if there are changes in the master schedule. With that being said, this happened a little bit, and it's very normal for it to happen. This happens in all schools. Um, 
this happened quite a bit at the beginning of the school year. Um, so let's say I was spending a week on combing through every single student's schedule, making sure they had the right classes. The moment someone presses a button and makes a change to the master schedule, it starts shuffling kids around and their schedules are essentially ruined. <laughs> so I spent one weekend and yeah, I completely endorse work-life balance, but I also think about the children. I think about the children a lot, you know? I think about our students, what's best for the student? And I think about, you know, middle school is a weird time, okay? It is the most awkward time I think ever. I truly believe that. And if you had a very good middle school experience, uh, you are a rare one, I feel like. I had a great middle school experience, but that's only because I was in a school where my class size was 40. So we all knew each other. We all, you know, kicked it with each other. If we all fought, then it was fine because we'd make up because we were a class of 40. Um, so my middle school experience was not bad. In fact, I think I peaked in middle school. Because <laughs> the minute I went to high school, things were not good. Things were not good for me. Um, yeah, I just, you know, when you're in middle school, at least for me, I wasn't aware of things like not being friends with people because of XYZ reasons. I didn't know much about bullying yet or being bullied. Um, I myself was not aware of my body yet. Some of us don't go through puberty yet. So, you know, it's, it's, it's uh, for me, it was a time of like, I was just unaware, blissfully unaware. I was still being a, a child. And that's not the case for most middle schoolers, <laughs> especially at the school that I'm at. At my school, the sixth graders come in and they're four feet tall. They're little people. They're fifth graders still. And it's really sweet because I was, I used to be in elementary school, like I said, and they're very sweet. And you know that there's a big transition. So these little people come into sixth grade and then my eighth graders are like already six foot tall. You know, and that's terrifying. That is absolutely terrifying. And at a school of my size, if you're a sixth grader, I, yeah. Our sixth graders were just walking around lost the past two weeks. Bless their hearts. I'm so glad we have a good staff because we've really supported them in their time of need, honestly. <laughs> but yeah, like I was saying, I think middle school is a time where people are becoming more aware of themselves, where things like bullying are starting to happen more often because it definitely still happens in elementary school. I'm not saying that. Um, where excluding happens a lot. Um, Cyberbullying happens a lot. Um, and you just become more aware of your body and who you are and who you want to be. It's an awkward stage of life. It's really, really hard in middle school. Um, so being in a position of leadership in middle school is very interesting for me. So like I was saying with schedules, I really wanted to make sure my babies knew where they were going on day one and their schedules didn't change too much. Because for me, if I was in middle school and that was happening to me, I would be really upset and I would be really um, nervous and stressed. So I was like, you know, I am gonna take these weekends to work because I really wanna make sure all my babies, all my babies know where they're going, you know? And um, turns out, <laughs> and mind you guys, this was like in the middle of me packing to move as well. So. I was stressing with, with work. The students weren't back yet, but it was that time period of, okay, let me like fix schedules to make sure when the kids come back, they're good. So yeah, I would work weekends and I was in the middle of moving as well and packing. Um, but yeah, so turns out I did a lot of work over the weekends 
And I come back the week before school started, I believe. And they're like, yeah, so all those changes you made, they're essentially ruined. Everything shuffled back around because we made changes to the master schedule. We had to. That was my Alexa. And she reminds me to like live and breathe. <laughs> and I, I've tried to turn it off. I'm like, listen, lady, I don't. At first it was nice because it was during the panty, the pandemic. Um, and, you know, depressed. I was depressed as many of us were. And I just needed some motivation from a robot to tell me, hey, go call a friend and like eat lunch, you know? And now I don't need that anymore. I feel like we are past that and I don't know how to turn her off. Drop in the comments below if you know how to turn her off. Text me, send me a DM because I've said it before. Hey, oh, I can't say it too loud. Alexa, Alexa. I ask her to, to turn off notifications. She's like, I'm not quite sure what you're talking about. Goodbye. Like, hunty. Anyways, but so yeah, uh, that happened and I was a ball of stress. And at the same time, I was like, okay, I'll work that weekend. It's fine. But then I was like, hey, Becca, you see all these boxes here? You're moving this coming weekend. So therefore, you cannot work during the weekend. Period. And I was like, great. So there, it's just going to be chaos come Monday. And I had to work overtime all week long to accept that. It's going to be chaos. There's going to be kids without schedules. There's going to be kids with messed up schedules because of the master schedule change. Um, there's going to be kids with double classes that they shouldn't be in. And, you know, I'm going to have to deal with it. And that's okay. So I mentally prepared myself for that. And it was the first week of school was very crazy, especially the first three days. We had students a couple of students without a schedule at all. We had students enrolling on the first day of school, so I had to make their schedules too. Um, and it was just, it was, um, it was a very interesting couple of days. Um, and I'm also in a position of leadership on my campus. I'm the lead counselor, um, the eighth grade counselor too. So I had to really think about like composure and like pumping up my team and just being like as positive as I possibly can, because to be quite honest, we couldn't control the circumstances. None of us could. Um, so we just had to work with what we had. And that's what I kept saying. We have to work with what we have. We got to be, you know, one of my, uh, really good friends, uh, Juliana, she, uh, I used to, she owns a coffee shop here in Dallas. Shouts out Bernie Bean. They were really good. Their coffee's from Costa Rica, but she, I used to work with her, um, and she was my boss. Uh, I was a little barista for a little bit. And she would tell me, we're Disneyland. I want us to be Disneyland, which meant like put on your best face. And when, if any of you all been to Disneyland or Disney World, the employees are fantastic. They're always like super happy, upbeat. And so I've been telling myself that I'm like, all right, Disneyland. I've been telling my team we're Disneyland. You know, we're a customer service oriented department. And we have to be that way with parents. We have to be that way with our students because we are pretty much the nurturers of the school. Let's be honest, like counselors are, and also teachers as well. They're the front lines, the frontline nurturers. And then after them comes counselors. So we have to make sure to put our best foot forward, be kind to kiddos. Cause the way you talk to them when you first meet them sets the tone for the rest of the year. Um, so even though I was a big ball of stress and wanted to fetal position in my office a couple times, I, uh, am proud to say that I think we did a really good job despite the circumstances. So now on week two, that's where we are. We're about to start a third week of school. 
I cannot believe it. It's been, it feels like it's been a really like, what's the word? Like it happened so quickly, but also like it's been a really slow two weeks as well. I don't know how that's possible, but it, you know, that's how it felt. Um, and it looks like we're coming out of the fog. It looks like schedule changes are coming to a halt. Um, it looks like students are happier. Parents are happier. Um, and it looks like things are going to be good this year. I really like my eighth graders. They're very funny. They keep me young. They keep me young. What can I say? <laughs> and, you know, I always say I don't need to have kids because I have like 400 plus uh, that I you know, see every day, interact with every day. So it's a really fun job, you know, despite the stresses um, and just the education system period in Texas, it, what, I, what I do um, and the interactions I have with kids, it makes it so worthwhile. So I have the best job ever, 100%. Like genuinely, I have the best job ever. It's very fulfilling work. Um, I've already got, gotten to know so many of my eighth graders and other students that have come into the office. And it's just, it's been really, really great and um, just really fun. It's been, it's been a fun, <laughs> listen, two or three things can exist at the same time. So it's been a chaotic week, but it's also been a fun week. And it's also been a stressful week, <laughs> but it's also been a very fulfilling two weeks. There you go. Magic. You know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah. And you know, I've, I have been watching a lot of Harry Potter lately. And I say that because I, you know, when you're going through stressful stuff, how do you de decompress? How do you kind of come down from chaotic stuff that happens at work? How do you separate work from real life? And one of those things was I had a moment where I was like scrolling through TikTok as one does to decompress sometimes. And I came across this ad for a mini projector and I've been dying, y'all, listen, I've been dying for a projector because I'm like, that is like a fun, almost movie theater experience. And this looks, it looks really cool. And who needs a TV now? Yeah, no. And I, I do have a TV in my living room, but I've never had a TV in my room room, like my, where my, where my bed is. But to be quite frank, like I always bust out my laptop and that's kind of where I watch the most TV anyway. So I'm like, you know what? This TikTok ad targeted me greatly. Like, good job, whoever is my FBI agent in my phone. Um, I'm going to buy this. And it's 60 bucks on Amazon. I thought, you know what? This might not be the best. This might not be good quality. This might actually just be a little scam. And they probably got me. Because projectors are really expensive. Um, and if you want good quality, obviously, you're going to pay for it. But I am, as I've said many times, an educator <laughs> who doesn't make a million dollars. Anyway, and that's okay because we love what we do. We love what we do. Um, but anyway, so I buy this projector and um, I have to buy like an adapter because I wanted to plug it into my computer. And um, I'm honestly thinking about one of those, they're called Fire something. I don't know what they're called. They're like little USBs that you can put into your TV and it's kind of like an Apple TV, but like way cheaper. And I'm honestly thinking about getting one of those, but we'll see. Anyway, um, so I buy an adapter for my computer. I plug it into this, uh, this uh, projector and I am, my expectations are on the floor because I've already had a really rough week. So I'm like, you know what? What else could possibly go wrong? This will probably go wrong and that's okay. <laughs> expectations on the floor, you know, 
leaves room for you not being disappointed, right? Um, <laughs> so I plug her in and I shut all the, the blinds and I close my door and the lights are off. And it pops up and I'm like, ooh. And I kid you on not, I have a really big wall in my room uh, where my bed is. So I'm facing the wall. It's a really big white wall. And, <laughs> you know, I thought to myself, what am, what's the first thing I'm going to watch on this projector? What, what's going to set the tone? You know what I'm saying? What's going to set the tone <laughs> for this new life I'm leading with the projector experience? And you know what I thought of? None other than the classic TV show, Jersey Shore. That's right, Jersey Shore. <laughs> Listen, I know what you're thinking. Why would you do that to yourself? Um, why would you watch a show like that? That is, uh, you watch a show like that? Really? And yes, I do. You can't look away. And you know what? I, the first time I watched Jersey Shore, I was like a teenager in high school. So I didn't really understand it as much as I do now. Because believe it or not, I was pretty sheltered growing up. Um, not on purpose, just where I grew up, the middle school I went to, the friends that I had. We were just little innocents. And honestly, really appreciate that, that I grew up with a childhood. Um, so when I would get access to reality TV, I was like, whoa. But I'm telling you guys, watching Jersey Shore as an adult, like a decade later, so much funnier. So much more problematic. So much more problematic, guys. Uh, don't, I do not endorse any of the misogynistic, awful things these men say about women in the show at all. But like, do I stand Wow and Snooki? Yeah, I do. They say some funny things. Do I giggle a tiny bit when Sammy goes off on Ron a little bit. I do. I'm, I'm not going to lie. It's, it was a cultural reset. Okay. Everyone wanted to be a Guido, a Guidette. Um, I remember people wearing the caps. I remember people wearing the weird glasses that Snooki would wear. I remember the bumps. And honestly, I can't believe a show like that had that impact on our generation like that. It was crazy. So it's fascinating. Okay. Just like any other reality TV show. I do enjoy it. So that's the first thing I watch on my projector. And could you believe it or not, I am on season four or five of Jersey Shore. I made it that far. It was a very comforting show when I was packing. When I was packing and putting things like wrapping things and putting things in boxes, I would just listen to Jersey Shore in the background. Yeah. So yeah, that's my journey. And I watched an episode of Jersey Shore on the projector, but then I switched to Harry Potter because my comfort show, one of them, or my comfort movies is Harry Potter. They've, it's always been my source of comfort, comfort since I was a, a child. Um, I read the books. I would spend nights up until like four or five in the morning with a little flashlight reading the like fourth or fifth book. I just absolutely adore Harry Potter. I have like, how many tattoos of Harry Potter do I have now? I guess two. I have two tattoos of Harry Potter on me. Um, I just, I just am in love with the show. I'm in love with, uh, you know, I guess the story of Harry. I'm in love with like the contrast between light and dark. You know, you can have darkness in you, but you got You also have light in you, so you have to choose which one. Like we all, we all have demons. Harry grew up with a lot of trauma, um, but it's your choice to choose 
the the light between the dark and i i just even growing up as a kid i thought it was so fascinating i very much so identified with harry um and i just love the little world i escaped into when i opened a harry potter book or when i watched a harry potter movie i loved escaping into different worlds when i was a kid so that still very much so sticks with me I, I don't know how I chose one of the movies. I was like, do I start from the beginning or do I pick the fifth one? And I, you know, this is what I did. And um, if you're a Harry Potter stan, you're like, why? I went with the fourth one because we all know that's the best one, right? But there's also some really not so great parts about the fourth one, like when Cedric dies. And I was having a really hard week. So emotionally, I was like, I'm not going to be able to handle this moment of watching Cedric die. And I cried a lot. It was really hard for me to watch. It's just really sad. And then the fifth one, uh-uh, no. This, I lost it with the fifth one when Sirius Black dies. Sirius Black is probably my favorite character. He is so misunderstood. He is so misunderstood. And just Harry's only family left. And then Bellatrix kills him. Listen, I am not a spoiler Harry Potter's been out really long. So if you haven't seen it by now, you know, anyways. Um, but yeah, I just, I couldn't. That's like one of the saddest scenes in Harry Potter ever. But <laughs> like I said, great comfort movie. And now I'm on number six. And in number six, Hermione and Ron's little romance is picking up. And so is Ginny's and Harry's. And it's just really sweet and cute. And so coming of age. And that's just where I'm at. Um, we're watching, we're doing a lot of comfort, lots of comfort movies. And, um, my comfort TV shows are also Schitt's Creek. I'm such a big fan of Schitt's Creek. I've watched that show like three times already. The Office, but you know, The Office is not on Netflix anymore. So if you know where to watch The Office, just let me know. Because I've been dying to watch it from, from the beginning with Michael Scott and all the dumb jokes. So just let me know if you know where that is. And New Girl. New Girl is my other uh, comfort show. They're just so good. And I guess that's my question for the week. I didn't ask you all questions, but tell me in the comments or tell me via DM, what is your comfort show or movie or both? Tell me a little bit about your comfort uh, stuff or what you do for comfort. Um, for me, it's uh, escaping into a good movie or show. And now in my apartment, something I've always wanted and what I always love is a good bath. I love, I love baths. I, you know, it's that, it's, it's that getting older. You know, I, I'm 27, I'm in my late 20s. And sometimes your girl, you know, I, I don't really like going out. I don't really like doing any of that. But what I do like is a good bath. A good bath. And this apartment has a big tub. She beautiful. She cute. So roomy. Um, so great. And I just put some eucalyptus soap in there. Some eucalyptus type B. I light a candle. And then I bought like a tray. You know those trays that you can put in your bath and you can put your laptop up and watch a movie. And then if you drink, you put the wine, I don't drink, but you put the wine or the water or whatever you're drinking, the coffee, I don't know. And then you can put all this different stuff on it and just do stuff while you're just enjoying a bath. Like paradise, paradise. Um, you know, it's just the little things in life. So that's what I do for comfort, the bath, a good bath. Um, and my comfort shows. So what do you all do for comfort? What are your comfort movies? What are your comfort shows, etc.? Um, there's something else I wanted to bring up and I completely spaced. What was it? My nub is showing. I don't, 
I gotta hide. I gotta go get the nub fixed, guys. I really gotta get the nub fixed. Um, it's just not, it's not great. Um, oh, one thing I did want to mention. Thank God I remembered. I will be in Austin September 10th. My really good friend Sam is opening her plant shop. It's called Austin Transplants. And originally, uh, she started uh, selling plants out of a bus. And it was, it's been so great and so cute watching her business grow. Uh, a sis loves, a sis loves a good plant. Okay. Um, and who doesn't love a good plant, right? Um, so I will be there at that event. I'll be talking about my podcast. I'll be talking about mental health, maybe taking a few videos with some people that come up and talk with me. If you're in the Austin area, if you're traveling to the Austin area, I really, really want y'all to come out and support my friend, Sam, buy some plants, talk to me. Let's have a little powwow together and just have a really good time. Um, it starts, I believe at 11 AM, um, and ends like at 9 PM. So it'll be a long event. Uh, I will be there beginning at 11 and I will probably dip maybe around one or two. So please come out. I'll have a table there. So, um, I think that is it guys. I had so much fun kicking it, talking to you all and just catching you guys up with where I'm at and how I'm doing at school. And as always come check me out. Uh, on my Instagram, DM me if you have any questions or just want to chat about anything. And like I said, I'll be in Austin September 10th. Woohoo! More information to come on that. I'll probably post a poster on my um, Instagram with the address and things of that nature. All right, guys, have a great week. Have a great weekend, whichever day you're listening to this. And I'm sending my love and I will see you all when I see you all. Bye.